So yes. Now that we're talking a little bit more about the DJs and the obnoxious people that come around the scene often. Now, let me ask you this. And oh boy, <laughs> I, this is something I asked Phil okay. this question. I asked um, my previous um, interviewer, Lucho, shout out to yes. him. I asked this, and surprisingly, both of them gave me a different answer in which both of them I respectfully agree with them. I don't okay. have any disagreements, and I understand. Where they coming from? Okay, I stand more on Phil's answer, but I'll I want to hear your answer as oh, a boy. as a person that's not a DJ. It is a you are a promoter yes. and a raver, and you may actually have like a fur point of view to say like, okay, maybe I actually side with this. Not saying that neither one of them answer incorrectly. No, so they was I answer. Can you tell me what they said to see whose side I fell on? Um. <laughs> I'm going to give you the question and you give me the okay. and the answer will be like more linked to like, okay, I may be on this or on this one. Okay. And then I'll explain to you. I'll You give me the answer and I will explain you the answer they both of them gave. Right. And then you tell me which one you lean on. So the question ah, is, I'm not, I'm not trying to conquer divide anything. I, this is your perspective. <laughs> My this is perspective. Your view. Okay. Yes. Ooh. What do you believe in a DJ or slash promoter or DJ slash promoter that hasn't done any music and they're calling themselves the artists. Like they don't produce music? Yeah. That's what you're saying? And they're yeah. calling themselves an artist? Yes, a DJ slash promoter. He's just a D he's just a promoter with a DJ set at home. <laughs> okay. You can't call yourself an artist if you're not making music. I'm sorry. Okay. I respect that. So the answer that Phil gave me hey. <laughs> Was similar to that one. He says that, okay. you know, like, all right, so if you call yourself an artist, what happens when you're with, uh, with an AR or a or a manager or an agent of some sorts? Or, and they ask you, it's like, oh, yeah, what's that? You're an artist. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I DJ trap music. It's like, oh, shoot, oh, shoot, what's your cycle? Oh, my cycle is this. Uh, you got any songs release it? Um, what? Exactly. You know, any songs. Like, you got songs, you know, that we can check on. It's like, oh, no, no, I got, it. I got them right there in my mitzvahs. I mean, you could be a DJ. And play other people's music and make a hell of a set. But that's just what you are. You're a DJ that's getting booked. You're not an artist. An artist is someone that produces music and plays their music and somebody mm -hmm. else's music on a set. But you're producing music for the label that you're with. That's how I see it. And then we will go down to Lucho's answer. Bye. And his answer was like, well, because you're a DJ, DJ is a, is a sort of an art. Like you're DJing, no matter. It is no, it's not an art, and I'm gonna correct him. Okay, it's it's not an art; it's a skill. It's a. I I look at it as a skill. Maybe and maybe hardcore DJs will look at it as an art because maybe that's their main job and this is their passion. Like not everybody can mix five songs Agreed. into one set into but that's like a skill. That's a skill, and I'm I'm very good at it, and I'm very so so on the scratching. I don't really knee scratching I'm dubstep right. just mid like mid mid transitions and whatnot that's that's the gist of it but yeah I so that's why I'm leaning more to Phil's side because I agree with him in that perspective I didn't disagree on Lucho I did agree with like okay I like I understand I see, I your see his perspective yeah but it man he's gonna grill my ass if he sees this <laughs> I Damn. hope not. <laughs> Damn. I, I I see his perspective. I, I But he's a producer as well. He produces music. So he so, is an artist. So he is. No, I, I, I give him that, that he is an artist. So, yeah, I, I give it to him like that. But I was saying it like, you know, you know this and yeah. we know people. We yeah. both know people that right. never DJ in their lives and right. they're a and they were just promoters and then they get themselves a leg up for someone you're and now they're DJ and now they're, con they're calling themselves uh, artists. Artist. I'm no, like, you're a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm one of those people that say like, you're not an artist, bro. When you're when you're releasing music on a label, exactly. consider yourself an artist. Right. And then Lucio, in that case, he is an artist. He and is an artist because not only guy, he releases music, but he, he also has a record label. He does. And then the guys that he has on his record label, which love them all. Shout out to them all. Yes. Um, They are releasing their music through there so that they are DJs, now artists. That, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
the reason I asked this is He's because... He's going to kick my ass. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He's going to kick my ass. Safe! <laughs> the reason, it's the reason I asked this is because I hate the connotation that I always see every time I look around and I see this person that deserts that VIP treatment just because he's one of the headliners. It's like, bro, like, cool your titties, all right? You're not a... <laughs> you're, they're like, come on. You are you haven't released a song with Excision, so calm the fuck down, all right? You're not an artist. You're just a simple promoter who wanted to be a DJ because of the fame and, and the glory and the, and the hoes. Right. And the, and the, but and you the, see, but that also falls in the... You could also apply that to the promoters. Little promoters that come and go that maybe mm. sell like two, three tickets, not mentioning names, and they swear that they deserve to be backstage because they know the person that's running the festival. Uh, no, you sold two tickets. That's it. You don't deserve shit. You should both, be grateful. Yeah. You should be grateful that you got a general admission to begin with. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we both know people who... Oh, for sure. For sure. Know, and I, and I called out... And this person, she went on, on social media and started blasting out the event mm. and complaining because she didn't get her, her VIP. And I, I usually don't get involved in, in social media wars, but I had to speak up. And I reminded her that everybody in that promoting team sees everybody's numbers. And she only sold two. She had no rights to claim for VIP or any special perks because you didn't really make any money for the company. So exactly. how are they going to like, you know, treat you? Secondly, you just burn your bridge with that company and every other promoting company out there because if you had a little outburst on social media putting them out on blast because you didn't get uh, VIP tickets, imagine if your check is late or imagine if they forget to pay you. You're going to pull them out on blast as well. That's not professional. No. I had an issue with someone in the past, which you know, yeah, not mentioning names. Yeah. And Phil and I never went on social media. Nobody outside of the circle knew what was happening. Just you and everybody else that was involved. Mm -hmm. But we never burned that bridge. And then circle around three years later, we're working with him again and everything's great because there's that respect. Yeah. You know, and as a promoter and any future little promoter that wants to be in this business. Yeah, shit happens. But you do not put that company out on blast because, yeah, you got fucked up this time around. It could have been an error on anybody's end because there's so many people working that event that the ball does tend to you know to fall yeah so you got you got fucked to this event all right whatever i'm sorry but we're gonna hire you again next time and maybe next time since you do better then we'll we'll treat you better but you didn't burn that bridge it's basically what i'm saying you don't burn the bridges you don't you settle it between you and this person outside of social media i agree i agree and so often that we see that more than ever like before it was like it was very close when you know that somebody blasted you. Now it's like everybody will know because of social media. And it's unfortunately that nowadays social media has become like the spot in which there's it so is. much negativity. And, so, and people out of nowhere got the cojones for nowhere to start calling you out. And when you see them face to face, they're like, oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. oh, I didn't say that. I mean, I didn't. I, you took that out of context. That's not what I meant. You know, I'm, I'm saying that in general. It's like, no, no, no. This is some words that that I know that it was directly to me. I'm going to quote my favorite female DJ, yeah. Nicole Moderber. She has a quote that says, I'm not scared of your fucking screenshots. I know what the fuck I said. <laughs> I love that. And that's my motto. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um. And I always keep it real with everybody. Yeah. I, I cannot. There's no room for bullshit. Like, why no. am I playing this high school bullshit dramas? You know, like, why? I, don't, I always try to keep it real with everybody. And any and I, that's that's how I am. I'm a very private person. Like, if I have problems with somebody, I'll tell them to their face. I'm not going to go right. ahead and blast them. No, that's just being a coward little bitch. And I'm sorry. And if she's watching this and she knows it's you, it's you. Not going to say her name. If the shoe it's fits, you. wear it. <laughs> You know, it's like, I mean, I would understand if she sold 20. 30, I agree. Yes, I agree. If you and, she, then your name, and your name wasn't on the list. Yeah. Granted. Okay, then I'll be mad as well. Yes, for sure. But you don't go blasting them. You go the day of the event. You speak to whoever's running that event. Be like, hey, so and so I sold these tickets. I think I should be backstage or I think I should get comped or whatever. Like, you know what? Absolutely. Because it's happened to me and Phil. It's happened on several other events where they forgot to put us on the list. 
but calmly. We talk to the person. We explain to them, you know, you know, like, okay, shit, my bad. Welcome to VIP. You know what I mean? But not once did we ever blast anybody, anybody on social media. It's business, not personal, you know? And we know a lot of people who does that a lot. Oh, my God, for sure. For sure. And that's like. For bro, sure. and this is how this is how you burn your bridge, bro. This is how exactly sure. how I just laugh about it. I just look at this screenshot and send it to the person. It's like, ah, I guess I guess we're the bad guys now. Huh? Yeah. Oh, and well. the sad thing is that I mean, I'll tell you her name. I, I think you know who it is, but I'll tell you after this. She's never promoted again. No one wants to work with her. Mm, uh, I, I feel like, yeah, she worked with us, right? Yeah. Long time. She was longer with us. She came in with Paul. That's how long she's been in this industry. I have an idea. I'm not going to say the name, nope. but we'll talk about <laughs> it afterwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and b- boy, you know what? I'm I'm like you in that department in which not not the blessing, but the more of the did you do the work? Oh, if you didn't do the work, then what the fuck are you complaining about? I'll I'll be on your ass about that because I believe credit where credit is due. Of course. And if my credit is not being reflected, I'll make sure it is. Like, I'll let them know. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, yo, like, I did the hours. Like, come on. Call me some slack at least, you know? Yeah. And I proved them. I did something that fairly, I keep telling everybody, fairly, nobody has ever done this. And I'm I'm proud that I did it because I demonstrate them like, I'm not here to fuck around. I'm here right. to to work. work. I did uh over 300 hours of street promo for Life in Color. I could vouch for that, yeah. Yeah, and you you were there. You were there a couple of times, and even on the festivals, you mm-hmm. know, like, and I've even done road trips and whatnot. It's mm-hmm. got to the point like you know, Life in Color just gave me f- ten free tickets for my hard work because they acknowledged it. But you did it. You did because the work. I, I did the work. And it got me to play for Yellow Claw and um exactly. and uh and the Life in Color Festival exactly. in the local area. I don't care where I ended up playing. I my name was there in the in the flyer. I did my Lucci. hard work. It got to the <laughs> point that I remember Lucho told me and he called he called me out. He called me up to to tell all the other DJs, you better do something or you're out. He said he said it and I called was like, let's do it, let's leave it at seven for Rafa. Rafa. I'm tired of looking at his face. I'm tired of looking at his face. It's like, damn, bro, what the hell okay. did I do? It's like, I'm tired to look at his face because I see him every weekend. Every weekend. Every weekend I and see I him. Remember, I remember that we were so excited because I was asked to help for an event in uh, Club Cinema. As yeah. The, the ticket person. Yes. I had to go to the Life in Color headquarters in downtown. And I met all the people and they trained me how to use the machine and whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, Beto is like the best experience ever. <laughs> <laughs> like I made it, mama. I made, I made it. <laughs> mama, I made it to Forbes. I made it. And then you went in there for something else regarding life and color. You're like, fix the place was fucking beautiful. <laughs> Bro, that was the day that I got the free 10 tickets. It's yeah. like, do whatever you want. Like give it to others or sell it, whatever. Yeah. I was, yeah. when I was there, I was like, Man, I made it. I made it. I I'm made in the it. I'm and in the headquarters. Are, like, what the fuck? They're like, Vixen, hi. Yeah, here's the machine. I'm like, he knows my name. <laughs> Tear. <laughs> I, I remember I took like 30 pictures. I was like, oh my, oh my God, 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 I that's a too. Like that's the graffiti, a, the graffiti colors <laughs> that we had in the hallway. Oh, oh absolutely. Heaven. I was like, heaven. I made it. I, I made was like, it. yeah, yeah. I made it. <laughs> yeah. So like, oh my God, that was a, that was a good time. Uh, great accomplishments and yeah. those, you know. <laughs> and here we are so many years later. So many late years later doing our spin, still doing it, you know, right. kicking it strong, you know, we ain't going nowhere, you know. Nope. Rave to the grave. Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> in my case, um, DJ to the grave. Yeah. 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 Even though I haven't DJ in a long time, I wouldn't mind DJ once in a while. I'm just like, nah, eh. you're in another mindset right now. Yeah, another mindset. Yeah, I got I got too many things in my head that like I want to do. This is one of them. I want to progress this more. And then I guess like in that aspect, what you said earlier is like you know like I can hook you up for all these festivals to interview. It's like I'll 
dude, I'll I'll have to. I'm investing. I'm invested. Like I got the microphones, I got the cables, I got the camera. Uh, I got the connections. I got you. Yeah. Baby. So <laughs> like anytime you tell me it's like, oh, well, I'll do a 30 minute podcast in interview, like very yeah. short, simple, straight to the Pretty point. Pretty much Let's get like to what it. they do. I, I could see you doing like what they do in Ultra, that they have like little five, 10 minute interviews. Yes. Days before they play or after they play. Yeah. Like something like that. Um, I see it. Yeah. And, you know, I got I got you. I got Lucho's like, hopefully like this will help me progress even further because I just I just love doing it. You know, yeah. I love this more than I love DJing or producing music, believe it yeah. or not. And yeah. and I cannot say I've never released on a label. I did. I released on the artist intelligence agency. Mm-hmm. That's a label. That's, That's a STEM label. label contract and everything. So I made a goal. You did. I got other goals in my head, like maybe in the down the future, would love to release with Disciple Roundtable. Okay. And Monster Cat. If I get if I get to Monster Cat, that's it. Like that's I'm not gonna release any more music because like I'm just leaving my it. stamp right yeah. there. Just say exactly. like I made it to Monster Cat. You made it. I'm happy. That's it. I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna continue more on this. So mm-hmm. now I remember when I stopped coming into these shows. Or maybe let me put it this way. I might I might give you an explanation of how the industry treated me after I start giving a fuck. Okay. So when when things got a little bit, you know, down down the road with me and my demons, I literally stopped giving a fuck. Like I could care less if I was promoting. I could care okay. less if I was Posting on social media, I could care less whether I was making music, DJ, like I put so much pressure on it. And at the same time, I was fighting within me and it was a lot. And even with all that, I saw how the industry treated me as a second class citizen and not the treatment that I worked in. Maybe it's because I stopped giving a fuck about it Mm -hmm. when I when I should. But I had so much shit in my life that I have to. Your headspace wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah, and I got it. And then when when the industry got me like at that level, like, damn, bro, this is how how I am. Like, this is what I am to you guys. Like a a second class. I'm worth nothing. I'm just I'm replaceable. This is like, all right, bet. I mean, but that's that's where you need to grow thick skin and understand it's a business. It's business, not personal. So not that they don't like you, not that they didn't think that you were not a cool guy. But in a business perspective, you weren't producing for them. Right. So you get? Yeah, no, I, it's I, not I just, it's not that they dropped you as a person at all. No, 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 no. They I just have, dropped you as an asset. In a matter of sense. Yes. I have no yeah. ill manners about it. I just feel like, oh, wow. Like this is the ugly side to it. And it I is, just had, I had to is. step back even more and like stop completely. And I thought um, that, you know, maybe, all right, maybe if I produce focus myself on producing music and just focus on that maybe i can come back again and do the fade but unfortunately it didn't progress that far for many right. reasons not um one of them is the music not many people were fucking with it on the labels and right. then and i and that put me down because i was like god damn I thought, well, but by I, the time that you came out dubstep and trap wasn't popping. well known yet yeah it was still new it wasn't as popular as it is now yeah. although it's safe to say from what i'm seeing what's coming up again it's more of the trans tech house mm-hmm. vibe yeah that dubstep trap thing it's still there but it's not as high in demand as it was back as it was before yeah. yeah yeah so obviously i was fighting a very very competitive style because obviously there's not that demand and if there's not right. that demand there's no me there's no sense right. of me there's no booking there's no music there's nothing exactly and yeah. so i saw how the industry treated me and you know I've, i try to i try to fight back and i couldn't succeed much so it's like i stepped back from all of it from djing from producing from everything everything i didn't want to know anything about clubs or anything i stepped back and before you know it i was just genuinely happy Good. And and it all started when the whole COVID thing was popping. Yeah. So that's when I stopped legitimately making music and stopped caring about I was like I step I step away social media. I was feeling happy. 
at the same time, I feel like I needed something to fulfill myself, like something that that's related to the industry that I know right. because I generally we want to continue to be part of. So and why some... don't you do? Why don't you do something like a live stream just for yourself and to share with your friends and you know just to still like jump in it, but not because you want to, not because you have to. Is what I'm trying to say. Right. I mean, that's the generally idea of why I started the podcast because okay. the podcast it, w- it was that leg up, that that thing that fulfilled me, that the carrot stick, right? That drives me to continue pursuing it more, 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 more. Love it, and that's why I do. That's why I'm doing it. I'm trying to get as much of my homies as possible to come in and join in. You know, we're just having a talk. It's just yeah, a couple of questions. You know. <laughs> Be free about yourself, and 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 the purpose of doing the the podcast is what I said earlier. Is like this is an educational podcast. I'm trying it to is. guide, give people advice, show them the road, share them my experience. This is how I felt at the time. This is how it worked. This is how it do. Don't do this. Don't do that. Do this. Do that. Um, if you want to do this, all right, then this will happen. If you want right. to do this, then this will happen. So this is why. I'm focusing heavily more on the podcast because it gives me that liberty to do all those sorts of things. Of course. What I'm saying in all this, what I'm trying to just share you with this, it's because it's gonna. I'm gonna come and pay attention to you on how the industry treat you treats you as a female, as a female? promoter. Ah, where do I start? Yeah. So starting with committee, all guys, the only girl. <laughs> I wasn't really taken seriously. Um, Phil was always the face of Elements of Night. Mm-hmm. Every decision that Lucio made or Pepe or any other event coordinator, they will go straight to Phil. Right. Leaving me on the side corner like, oh, she's just a girl. She's not, she's irrelevant. So it wasn't until maybe like my first year, I started finding my voice. I started speaking out more. I started being more vocal. Uh, There were several arguments between myself and Lucio. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Boy, do I remember. Um, But I felt at that time Mm -hmm. it needed to be done to show like, fuck, I'm here too. I'm hustling just as hard as the guys. I have a fair shot here. Not because I'm a pretty face or I'm a girl. I'm not going to be taken seriously. So I hustled just as hard as Phil, just as hard as you, just as hard as the other guys in the in the team. And I think that's why I've earned my respect even to this day, you know, and, and I'm proud to say that being in a male dominating world, I'm still here after so many years. Right. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I chose you at that time, my, my first manager ever. That's why I chose you because of that aspect that, I have a voice. Hear me and people yeah. will hear you. Oh, they, they people did. will hear you. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> and they did. They did. <laughs> and they did. But it's because of that confident voice that you had that, that demonstrated people. It's like, I'm not a push around. I'm not here. You know, don't push me in a side. Like, I can do things. I have a voice. I have the stuff to say what, what I got to say and do yeah. what, what needs to be done, you know? And I, I mean, I'm proud to say that I'm the brains behind elements of night sorry phil sorry <laughs> but i i was the marketing aspect i'm i still mm-hmm. am the marketing aspect of elements of night i'm the little social butterfly i'm the one going out there meeting new people i'm the one directing traffic to our websites and whatnot right. um he's more the behind the scene guy contracts numbers mm. that's his job and like I was telling you earlier before we started the interview, um, he was my best friend before we started dating. Right. Then we dated, we got into the business, we got married, and then we somehow lost the aspect of the marriage and just became roommates slash business partners. Mm. And I think the reason why we're still so close now, we were able to work together after this divorce is because we were best friends before anything. And that is still there. That foundation is still there and I don't think it's going to go away. Mm. Our kids, um, they still keep in contact with each other. We still keep that tight family unit. They understand we're not together, but they're still siblings to a sense. And that's, I mean, we I've seen a lot of couples that go into this industry. Um, Alex Shambach and Fate and, you know. Yeah. 
huge. They were like my idol. They're like, dude, I want Alice to be like uh, and Hope. And Hope. It's like, they were like, ah. But mm. unfortunately, I understand things in this industry is hard, especially when you have a partner in this business. You get? So it's sad that we couldn't last as a couple, as a marriage couple, mm. but we're still badasses in yeah. the business industry. And I think the reason why is because they soft females soft feel like, oh, he's a promoter. He's a DJ. You know, if I flirt with him, he'll probably get me in and da, 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 you know, and then guys will be like, oh, she's fucking hot, you know, but, you know, maybe if I slide into her DMs, she'll probably like hook me up and blah, 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 blah. And shit happens. Um, it's really hard to keep a relationship faithful and honest yeah. in this industry. Um, but you learn from it. You learn from it and whew, you pray for the best. <laughs> hey, take your time, man. Take your time. <laughs> that was ah, that was hard. <laughs> yeah. I I know how, how it feels. Like, um, if you don't want to talk about it, we can move no. on. No, 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 I'm all for it. Let's go. Let's okay. do it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you how it how does it feel like being the couple and then being the non-couple? Is there was there any changes? During being the promoters couple or not couple now in the single, like it okay. Did you so, notice any and did you <laughs> notice any treat different treatments when you were with before, during, and after? When I was the wife, yeah. Um, it was all strictly business. No one, no guys were like hit on me or right. anything. Like they just kept it professional. Okay. Um, as soon as the world found out that I was single. I was getting DMs all the time from guys that I thought had like no interest in me. All of a sudden, like, hey, can I, can I take you out to dinner? You know, I've always liked you and da 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 da. I mean, like, so far. Wow. Hey. <laughs> like, you, you know, it felt like, you know, when they're singing happy birthday to you and you don't know what to do, that awkward moment. That's what it felt like. I was like, yeah. Yeah. You like me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I even had a guy, not mentioning names. He was like, oh, I always liked you, but, you know, you're with Phil and I respected Phil and blah, 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 blah. But I would like, you know, to take you out to dinner and da, 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 da. Cool. Great. All right. Went to dinner. That guy had a full business proposal on how to merge his company with mine. That was my day. Wow. Savage. I was like, okay. <laughs> I had a different perspective of this, but okay. Wasn't so yeah, so dating in my world is hard because you don't know if the guy's generally coming for you because of your Jeanette or because of what Vixen J stands it, for. Yeah. It's very hard, you know, like as a as a perspective of like like, why are you dating me? Like, what why is it that you're here? Yeah. Who's like, coming what do you to want? town that you want to see in VIP? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's kind of, that's kind of be, it's, how do you, how, how do you weird. feel about that? Like, you know, when they come over you, like with DMs and like that, like instead of hearing like a date, no, I want Vixen J. And, and, oh, and he kept calling me throughout the whole date, Vixen. Like, that's not my name. My name's Jeanette. And there's, some guys that don't know how to separate the two. I'm Jeanette, 24 hours, 365 days a year. Mm -hmm. I'm Vixen at night when I'm promoting, when I'm working. That's my job. Um, if you're not coming to meet me as Jeanette, then you have no business in my life. Exactly. At all. I agree. At all. And the person that I'm seeing now, I'm so grateful that he's pretty much at the same caliber as I am. So I don't have to be like, oh, he's just using me to get into VIP, vice versa. He's not like, oh, she's just trying to get into the festival. No, because he knows very well that I could get myself in my own festivals and I could get myself in VIP. So that whole bubble, I guess, of, oh, is she using me or is he using me? Mm -hmm. It's it's not there. It doesn't ex it doesn't exist. How often you hear that from people? <sighs> I've lost friends because of that. Really? I've had friends that I've stopped talking to for years because they will only talk to me to get in the club or to be in VIP with mm. me. 
But then when they were having events, family events outside of the nightlife, I wasn't included. I was only included for the nighttime events. Wow. Yeah. So I, I stopped talking to her for like two years, two, three years. Um, we just recently reconnected. She was my high school friend. She was my maid of honor and I was her maid of honor at each other's weddings. And I have, I have a hard time like fully communicating myself with people that are like in my circle. Right. Uh, like, although I'm very vocal, I'm a firecracker, I'll fucking flip your bird. You know, I don't give a fuck. But if you're inside my circle, it's different. I guess I'm more vulnerable. So I tend to hold back things that bother me because I don't want to like hurt you or I don't want to make it weird. But with her, it was so excessive that I just stopped talking to her. I mm-hmm. cold turkey cut her off. Mm-hmm. I want nothing to do with her. Nothing. Because if you can't have me in your life as Jeanette, then you can't have me as Vixen. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's sad. It's very sad that, you it know, in, in this industry, we always going to be, you know, friends, friends become foes. Yeah. They come, they come and they go in our lives and, you know, yeah. we lost touch. Especially the ones that you, the burn bridges, those are yeah. like the hard ones because, you know, you can never go back. And now yeah. even if you try to attempt to make it, it's just, it's not going to be the same. Um, right. And I've never burned the bridge with anybody, but people have burned bridges to me. Yeah. And I make it very clear that our bridges burn by not talking to you at all. Oh, or, yeah, I know. Or not having any sorts of communication. I'm pretty sure you know uh, the people that have burned bridges with yeah. me. Yeah. We're not going to discuss it. We're nope. not going to come next. <laughs> this is not blasting everywhere. We can talk nope. about it afterwards. But <laughs> and, and when people talk to me about, you know, that those certain people, I do it. I'm very honest and brutal. But at yeah. the same time, respectful. I don't bad bath anybody, but I tell them just, you know, be careful. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Cause sure. I ha- I had a situation with this person and it didn't work out. And if anybody always uh, talks highly about the person and I'll not bad bath then or talk shit about then, I'll just like, oh yeah, no, he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's a cool well, person. I mean, because okay, let's for example, yeah. You and I got in a huge fight. Yeah. Right. Which we have, but we, we hashed have. it out. But yeah. we hashed it out. Yes. Um. But like, let's say we did it, right? And I'm like, oh my god, Beto, he's such a dick. He was such a mm. dumbass. Da, 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 da. But then Jesse comes along, and Jesse's like, oh my god, Beto's killing it. His career is sky rising. It. I'm not gonna disagree with her. That's her opinion, her view. Exactly. On me. Yeah. You had a different relationship with her versus me, so my mm-hmm. view is always gonna be different. So why am I gonna be like? That's not true. He's a dick. Da, 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 da. Like, no, 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 no. The Beto that she knows is not the Beto that I know mm-hmm. during that situation. So that's why I don't bash anybody. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. That's great. I wish him well. You know, I yeah, hope he does exactly. great. Wish them well, man. Why am I going to hate him? And I had a fallout. All right, shit happens, but I'm not going to fucking hate him. That's first exactly. of all, that takes way too much energy. Out. Yes. Yes, exactly. it gives me wrinkles. I'm 42, babe, and I look fucking amazing. Don't say that. Don't say. <laughs> There's don't. no need. There's no need for your negativity. To, yeah. and, <laughs> I, and that's how I kept. I, that's how I kept my life going like that. You know, it's like if people like to talk shit about me, I was like, well, let them. Get, I look, let them. You know what? The people that know me, they know who I am. Exactly. So they know that's that, all that matters. Exactly. They know that I'm not that type of person. Oh, will be capable of doing something like that. So like, and yeah, hey, man. Kudos if that's what I give them some cloud. Like, I bet. No, I've I've heard stuff about me. I'm here like, really? Me? Miss, whenever I was at an event, I was full-blown professional. I was never fucking getting drunk. I was never getting wasted. I was on point every time after time. And you're gonna say this shit about me? That's fucked up. And that's and that's another thing because like I have heard people talking shit about you. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Nah, bro. Like, what are you talking about? I'm with her most of the time. Like, I, I whatever. <laughs> yeah, bro, whatever. You know? I've, I've heard, oh, she slept with so-and-so. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, no, I was kind of there. But that didn't no. happen. But OK. No. Like, oh, she did. This, this, this. Like, and I wouldn't even make fun of myself because even at events, girls were like nearly half naked. And I look like a fucking nun in jeans <laughs> with a T-shirt. 
But yet you're you're calling me a skank and you're saying this and this and that. Okay. Hypocrisy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's it's funny how sometimes some some of these people, these haters. Haters. Haters gonna hate. They're haters. You know? But the thing with me is what you see is what you got. I don't pretend to be something that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I am consistent with that because it's who I am. I'm not pretending. So you could come to over my house. It's Jay on point 24-7. When it comes to the business, I'm a businesswoman. I am promoting my company. At the time I was managing right. Phil. So I was promoting Phil. I was getting Phil's name out there. I am a businesswoman. I'm Vixen Jay. I'm working. Yeah, we party. That's great. But you're never going to see me trash. You're never going to see me, you know, making out with fucking randoms in the corner. Like, no, that's not me. Why? Because I have a reputation that follows. You exactly. Get? Not only that, but I have kids. My kids are on social media. They don't need to be like, oh, shit. My mom was twerking her ass on stage. Nah, dude, there's no nah. need for that. I keep it classy. <laughs> and I do even to this day. I'm, I'm, I see promoters, girl promoters out there in fucking selling their asses and shit just to get in the door. I don't need to do that because why? My venues, my events speaks for themselves. I don't need to fucking sell myself for you to come get a bottle from me. I mean, that, that generally makes shows the difference between bits and the promoter and those other other girls who are trying to promote and try to, to get leg up. They're bottle hole rats. That's what I call them. Bottle hole rats. Wow. I didn't say <laughs> that. I just repeating her words. Okay, guys. So tell <laughs> They're irrelevant. And the thing is that where I'm at now, we're constantly getting promoters because we need promoters. We need right. to generate sales. And I don't even bother learning their names because I know within a month or two, they'll be gone. So I'm like, they come and go. Let me ask you, because I know when we were back in the day, a lot of people did come and go. Yeah. And yeah. I'm surprised we that were, they- we were we were the original crew. We were with the exactly. original that for a long, long time. Yeah. And and I also that also happens with these quote unquote up and coming DJs. Like I'm gonna be the next Tiesto. Yeah, no. <laughs> How often do you actually see that? <sighs> really? Well, from our from local DJs mm-hmm. blowing up, I'll have to give it to Big and Slim. Obviously, they're doing great. Mm-hmm. DNA has made their mark as well. Oddity has made his mark. Other than that, that's it. Well, that, Lucio, but Lucio's a piece of his own. Yeah, so. no, that he he's, at a he's in a category of his own. Yeah, like I would not call him a much of a local. That he plays locally, yes, he yes. does play locally. But I wouldn't call him at that level local because he does travel. He does. He does DJ on other tours, so he does, he does. He has his own thing. See, you see what I did there? I'm trying to kiss ass for the comment that I made before. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> You didn't say anything wrong. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's an it's a skill. But it's a skill. <laughs> you didn't say anything wrong. And he, he didn't it. say anything wrong. He did it. It's just a different perspective. It's- and I asked for your perspective. I didn't ask you for anything else. I, I just but asked you. I love him. I love him. He's an awesome DJ. Every time he he's at Treehouse, he brings it. And I am very proud of him from my heart. Absolutely. Especially all the crap he had to endure for the years that I've been with him. All the for crap sure. that he had to endure to for get sure. to the position where he is. Like he, mm-hmm. he made himself a stamp. A stamp. But I, and let me ask you. You say that the out of the local DJs, mm-hmm. that only comes up in your head that say ha, they put a name on it. Mm-hmm. So those are the only ones that you say like, man, these guys they're gonna they're gonna make it. Mm-hmm. Do you still believe that? Yes. How far do you think like that like these guys are gonna go in your honest perspective? I'm not trying to bash them at all, and I'm happy that these guys are g- doing their thing. I wish I could be in that same list with them. Um, like I said earlier, that style of music that they play is not as popular now as it was back then. Right. So it is harder for them, for them yeah. to play. But I think with the newer generation that's coming into the EDM world, mm. they're falling in love with that style of music. And if that's the case, I think they're going to be around for quite some time. As long as the fan base is there, we right. should they should be fine. Because <laughs> I know Big and Slim 
are very active in yes. social media. They are. They're very active, and I and kudos to those two guys. It's mm-hmm. such that the Slim had to move out of South Florida, but obviously yeah. for the for the good for him, of you know. Course. And and it's funny how like because they 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 produce music together. They mm-hmm. so like when I heard that they, that he moved out, I was like, oh man, that sucks, bro. I hope this doesn't break them apart because I know I don't it's- think so. I don't think, so. and it's funny because um, a lot of like dual DJs have been breaking up. Trust and Savios broke up. Who? Uh, Trust, Trust and Ceballos, Tech House DJs. They nah, just nah, split nah, up. Nah. They're huge. They were, they were then, huge and now they're broken up? And now they're broken up. Okay. And then another local big names, uh, Cabaretta and Dooms, they broke up as well. So now I Dooms. have heard of them. Yeah. So it, it's sad, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Big and Slim broke up, though. No, I they never They never broke up. They're still working together. Yeah, and they, I'm sure they're going to tour together, but it sucks because they were like, Thing one and thing two. Exactly. They're, <laughs> they're inseparable. They're, they're yeah. like, every time I see big, I see slim. slim. If I see slim, yeah. I see big. So right. like, they're the best friends. They're homies. Like, yeah. so it's kind of, it's, so it's hard for me to like, damn bro, like how these guys are doing it like separately because I've been a duo before I was Wolfson. Right. I remember. I you remember. Him. You will remember. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how much I appreciate it. And I thank you so much for breaking that contract that we were with, signed with that label that's and that's how i decided to go back into law <laughs> because I, as the other day i was thinking it's like man do you imagine if i was still if under that contract no. and i blew up what happens if i blew up and i was still under that contract exactly. like that was a bogus contract i am so glad i helped you get out of it no thank god but you know can i be honest yeah i walked in there not knowing what the fuck i was doing but I walked in there like if I fucking owned it with your contract and you next to me. And I did all the talking. And the guy was like, who the fuck? Like, listen, he's done. He's done. He doesn't want to be here anymore. This person could take over. That's great. He's doing another style of music. It's not even this anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And after maybe it was like an hour of yeah. going back and forth with him, he's like, okay. I'm like, oh shit. It I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was it was that damn the bits in you she got it I'm gonna be a lawyer <laughs> you're gonna be a lawyer and that's I think that's like the story when everybody tells you the story what made you prompt you to become a lawyer well back then I was a manager for Wolfson I didn't know nothing about <laughs> laws what the fuck I was doing <laughs> but but I knew what I had to be done oh yeah I used some big fancy words too I was like oh Hey, but hey, kudos because imagine if I was still in under that contract and I blew up, that guy was still gonna be hunting down my ass with like, hey, you blew up and you still owe me these songs. That other guy, he's still he's still with him or no? They 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 broke up. They broke up because um, so the the loophole in all this because at the time when I was roommates with the two guys, because we're not receiving much monetary investment on us. No promotions, no music or anything. There hasn't been anything monetary. So because they, he hasn't invested a dime on us, it was easier for us to split the contract and get me out of that contract. Got it. That's, that that's why it was like very easy. I know. And I'm like, oh, shit, I did it. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously by convincing the guy, it's like, hey, he's going to take off the brand. He's going to be the one in the brand. He's going to take off the name. I'm my own thing. Yeah. So obviously that, excuse me, that gave the the leg up to say like, all right, we'll tear out the contract, null and void. As soon as I heard it was null and void, I was like, oh my god! I was like, is this really happening? I fucking did it! Oh I my fucking god. did it! Oh my god! You have no idea how happy and how grateful I am that day when you did it, man. But like, I mean, the guy didn't know what was what he was doing. I mean, no. he had the equipment, he had everything. He was the label owner, but. He had no idea what he was doing. No, um, and what he the beast he was tackling was EDM, and he has zero experience with the EDM. And what's amazing, the more reason I wanted to get out is because I know more than him on the EDM scene. Yeah. So how the fuck you're supposed to be a record label owner? You're supposed to you know more know than I do about of this. Course. Why do I know more than you? Right. And some of the stuff that he was doing is just like. That's not how it works. That's not how EDM works. That's like, 
no, it doesn't it doesn't make sense like that. It doesn't like, but it, I had to do it. I, at one point, I was like, dude, Charlie, like I'm done. Like I want to get out of here. Oh, like, wow. <laughs> and I was I was scared because of that because because we signed a contract and we had to do ten songs. Each the songs were named after and we initialed them. So I was just like, fuck, I gotta do these ten songs. I'll I'll give them away or something. Like, I'll do it. Fuck it, but. Yeah, and um, the same thing happened with him. Like, the guy, guy wasn't giving zero fucks and he didn't know what he was doing. So he, he got out of that contract as well. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> Something about contracts, people. Read, read yeah. about the contracts. And if they haven't put any effort on it, you can still get out. Yeah, because the contract was, um, was not being fulfilled. Exactly. exactly. See, I'm learning. <laughs> no, I mean, let me ask you, since now that you're actually want to be a lawyer, is that yeah. the route that you're taking? Like, what is it in particular that you're aiming for? I just want to say that I did it. Okay. I mean, I had my I had my AA in elementary ed mm. and then I have my certification in marketing, uh, which is I love. And uh, my daytime job, I'm. Uh, for the real estate side. So I love law. I love fighting with people. Might as well get paid for it. So, and yeah. But now that I'm pursuing law and I'm still in the real estate side, so I want to do real estate property law. That's the field that I want to go into. Real estate property law. What's that involve? Um, legal contracts, uh, leases with tenants, mm. um, late fees and stuff like that. Okay. Would you, or would you consider down the road like do anything related to the music aspect in the law? Well, with with the law that I'm getting into, mm-hmm. since it deals with contracts and building contracts and whatnot, I could actually apply to whatever company is out there regarding contracts between the, the venue and the DJs and stuff like that. I'll be able to draft those contracts as well. Mm-hmm. I, I got spaced out for a bit, but wait, well, hold on. So you're saying with the law that you actually get it into, and that actually helps you even more on the music aspect by co- drafting contracts. Yep. <laughs> so you can actually do a contract between a DJ and uh and the and, label. And whatever the label, if I'm working for the label or uh, for the venue. For the venue. Or whatever it is that needs to be legally contracted between the artist and the person that's hiring him. Wow. I may actually have to hire you. <laughs> Damn, that's good to know. All right. I got, I got my future lawyer for my publishing deals. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that I was able to draft my divorce decree on my own? <laughs> Shut up. I did. <laughs> so your lawyer didn't do anything? You just did it on your own? Just like, we all right, this is own. this is the paper. This is it. We filed it. What what did the lawyer t- uh, look at you? What are you saying? We didn't we didn't really need a lawyer because we don't have any properties together or any children together. Oh, just the company. So it was a very easy uh, dissolvement of the marriage. Um, so we we wrote each other's divorce decree that I get fifty percent of elements of night. So it was very easy, very black and white. We went to the courthouse, submitted, it, and that that was it. But I was the one that, that drafted the the paperwork and the language and all that stuff. Yeah, damn. Good job. Thanks. Brains and beauty. You know it, bro. Don't let it fool you. <laughs> Don't let it fool this beauty to be like, oh, she's got no brain in it. <laughs> That's what we call it in Spanish. Uh, la cara de pendeja. Uh, no, my mom did not raise a pendeja. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Por eso te hace la cara, la cara la de la cara, pero no, no soy. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> My mom no. taught me that mm-hmm. because she's very good at it. Yep, she's very good at uh, saying like she's like, I don't understand. I'm stupid. Can you explain to me? She yeah. showed me that. I was like, how's this puzzle? I'm pretty sure you like. Oh, got it. Got it. <laughs> so anywhere I go. I always know more than the topic than the person that that right. I'm going with. So let's just say an, an example. I'm going to Best Buy. I'm gonna. I know what laptop I want. Right. So I just I just pretend to be the stupid guy. So it's like, hey, where can I find this laptop? And then they tell me it's like, yeah, but I won't recommend you getting this laptop. Get this laptop. Sure. I'm like, yeah, okay. Why? Why is that? Why you tell? Oh, because of this, this, and that. It's like, 
Hmm. That's it. That's pretty much it. That's yeah, why you want me. Yeah, yeah. It's only a hundred dollars more, but only. it, it gets you. It gets you to this, this, and that's like. And you help him reach his commission for the month. That's how I know about retails. I always mm-hmm. like they always try to fill me up with the most expenses because I used to work in retail. I used to work in sports authority. Right. So I so when they tell me it's like you gotta sell the. The most expensive ones, like the Adidas, the Nikes, the Ace, it's seldom that. Those are the shoes. That's when you get the commission. Right. I guess I was very bad at it because, because I you never got commissions. <laughs> I ended up telling them, it's like, oh, just get the shoe. It'll yeah. do the same justice. It does. It does. And I get a lot of sales out of it. But there's no commission. There's no commission at it. And then they get mad at me. It's like, why are you not why are you not selling this shoe? You got a lot of sales. Why are you not selling this shoe? And it's like, um <laughs> the person doesn't like the color, doesn't like the, the price. The price is too high. Like, and I they're asking me for a medium one. So it's like, oh, well, this is the closest you get. No, you're supposed to sell. The most expensive was like, I bet. Like, nah, I don't got time for it. I'm too honest. I I can't lie. That's what it is. I can't do that. No, I don't. I don't like dishonesty in anything. I'll just be too straightforward. I'm sometimes my girl says that a lot about me. It's like, you're too, you're too honest. Like, can you lie a little bit? I can't. Like, my face will give it away, like, in a heartbeat. I I can't. I can't. Padecite that at work, but this is the type of person I am. At work and in real life, I fuck up. I'll be the first one telling you, hey, I fucked up. Why? Because I'd rather my boss hear it from me. Than hear it from it someone else. From someone else. And then they added their bits and pieces that has nothing to do with exactly. what happened. That's how, that's how I do it on a daily basis. It's like, if I fucked something, I was like, I fucked yeah, up. I'll be the first one to apologize. Like, sorry. I'm I- sorry. And if I didn't even realize that I did something wrong, I would appreciate you tell me. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck. Dude, I didn't see that. I am so sorry. But I will apologize to you. Whether it's on the spot or later on or what, I, I will get that apology out there. I, I agree. 